Hey Outlaws, welcome to episode 68. This is going to be another mini mindset myth episode. We are continuing on from last week. Last week we talked all about comfort zones and I shared with you how I've started to reframe the idea that nothing grows within our comfort zone. So if you haven't listened to that episode, make sure you go check it out. I share with you how to reframe it, how I really visualize my comfort zone and some of the ways in which we can stay comfortable during these really uncertain times. Today, we're going to talk all about boundaries. This again came up when I reached out to the Outlaw community and said, guys, tell me which of these mindset myths or business cliches really piss you off? When are you like, I am rolling my eyes? What is just a major turnoff? And one of these, one of these wonderful people who listens to the show and is hanging out with me over on Instagram, she reached out and said, boundaries, boundaries and alignment, especially when people use it in a way that kind of shirts them from responsibility. And I was like, yep, 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 I agree 100%. So today we're going to talk about boundaries. We're going to talk about some of the ways in which it's been weaponized in the online space, how it does just that, how people have used it to kind of share themselves with responsibilities and experience and ways in which I've experienced this, especially in um, Facebook groups, group communities, and online spaces. And also then looking at ways in which we can honor our boundaries. And I want to caveat this episode by saying, look, I... I'm telling you this from experience of how I have created boundaries. There are, of course, people out there who have written books on boundaries. Um, I know that some of you have probably read these books. I know I've seen you guys share them on Instagram, things like that. So please just please know that whatever journey you're on is the right journey. And setting boundaries is not always easy <laughs> to do, um, especially with people who are, you know, maybe family members or loved ones, people who really benefit from you not having boundaries. But we're going to talk about boundaries specifically around business today. So boundaries with clients, boundaries with things like our tasks and our time and our inboxes and all those kinds of things. But of course, first, we're going to talk about some of the ways in which they've been really weaponized and how we can make sure we're avoiding that. And especially, you know, I want to raise the awareness of this so that if you see it in the online space, you kind of have your little red flag out and you can be like, mm, this isn't something I want to play with. So yeah, that's what we're going to get into on today's episode. Um, I thought I'd give you like a little mini life update as well. I mean, I don't know if you really give a shit about what's going on in my life. I mean, it's midway through March. Um, I have just been to my first country music concert in over two years. It's it's surreal to think that um, these tickets I purchased in 2019 and was so excited to go in 2020. I had my route mapped out. I knew who I was going to go see. I knew where I was going to go. And it was literally the day before, maybe the day of, that America shut down and all the artists were told, you better fly back home, otherwise you're not going to be allowed in the country. And, um, that was that. And the show got cancelled. And yeah, then, well, the last two years have just been a whirlwind. But I held on to my tickets. And um, yeah, I will, <laughs> I will definitely share more about it on Instagram. But um, definitely surreal <laughs> is, the, is the way I would describe it. And a very different experience to what it would have been a couple of years ago. Um, definitely parts of it that I appreciated more. Definitely tried to make sure I was safe at all times. Um, but also nice that I could listen to live music again. 
Anyway, let's get into today's episode. You're listening to Entrepreneurial Outlaws, a podcast for creatives, introverts, empaths, and spiritual folks. Each week, we'll sit down and have the honest, transparent, and sometimes messy conversations about what it takes to build and grow a successful and fulfilling soul-aligned business on your own terms. Here at Entrepreneurial Outlaws, we advocate for building a business that serves your lifestyle, inspiring you to rewrite the usual business rules and take action through creativity and self-inquiry. We'll encourage and gently challenge you to dig deeper into what makes you and your business unique. And I'm your host, Melanie Knights, a multi-passionate entrepreneur, self-published author, mentor, and storyteller. I'm here to help you unpack the bro marketing strategies and entrepreneurial myths that lead us to overthink our business decisions, because overthinking is a feminist issue. Together, we are paving the way for a new normal in online business. So are you ready to break the rules and become an entrepreneurial outlaw? Let's do this. Okay, outlaws. So today we are talking about boundaries. So let's talk about some of these ways in which boundaries have been kind of weaponized. How this, how these boundaries and alignment are allowing people to share their responsibilities. So what do we mean by responsibilities? Well, for my experience, this really looks like online communities, groups, and spaces like that. And some of them are even paid spaces, spaces that aren't you know, they're not cheap. They're real big investments, even for group coaching programs. I'm talking hundreds or thousands of dollars. And what can tend to happen is in the name of creating boundaries, the person that you, the consumer, are kind of investing into doesn't really have any presence within the community. They don't really have any presence within the group or the program. And I've had so many people tell me this kind of firsthand. Um, and, and ironically, it's in a lot of mindset groups, which I find really, I mean, maybe it's not so ironic, but it's definitely in these manifestation groups, these mindset groups, these places where they can use the idea of us setting boundaries as a way of them basically avoiding being in the group and instead they hire people to support them. Now look, there's nothing wrong with having support in groups. There's nothing wrong with people um, having community members and community teams. Absolutely. There is a difference between having support in big communities and having people who are kind of cheerleaders and really, you know, reach out and answer questions and kind of are front and center in the community. But when it comes to the actual content being provided that someone is paying for, Personally, I feel like that should be delivered by the person you're investing in, especially when so much of this online business stuff, we invest in the person, we invest in what they have experienced, we're investing in their story, their strategy, their frameworks. And so if they have created these things, it feels really disingenuine to then not have that person be front and center in the community and within the work. So this is just one of the ways I have seen the idea of creating boundaries really weaponized and used as a way of not actually being present inside a program that people have invested a lot of money into. Now, unfortunately, the same thing that tends to happen, we've talked about this before on the show as well, in these communities is that 
when you maybe challenge it or ask for a refund or say, hey, this isn't what I wanted. I thought that this person would be more present, more available. This is not what I expected. You often get shut down. Now you could be ignored. You could be told that you can't have a refund, that you haven't done the work. I remember, I remember a few years ago being coached by people who used these tactics, you know, so you would have these like money back guarantees, but it was actually a load of bullshit. There was actually no guarantee anyone was going to get their money back. And the entire premise was that you were only going to get your money back if you could prove that you've done the work, because they believed if you did the work, you were going to get results. Let me tell you, that is not always true. <laughs> there is there is not this definitive line that says, if you do this work, you're going to get results. Because I spent years doing mindset work in the same areas, and I struggled so much. And I was constantly told that it was me, that it was my fault, that I just had all these limiting beliefs, that I was doing it wrong, that I was doing it the wrong way, that I was trying too hard, that I was forcing it. I'm like, I'm forcing it because you're telling me this is the thing that's holding me back. And if this is the thing that's holding me back, this is the only thing that's stopping me from growing my business. Spoiler alert, it wasn't. But if it had been, surely this would be the place to give all my attention to. And every time I tried that and every time it didn't work, I got kind of a bait and switch and told that it was something else, right? So it was really manipulative. It was really, really ugly and messy. And so glad I escaped that. But it still continues to happen this, to this day in online business. There are still many, many businesses who are using these types of mindset myths to keep us trapped. And when we challenge the person who is kind of the, at the center of it, the person who's kind of been put on this pedestal, oftentimes boundaries and their time are used as reasons why they're not as present. And look, I am not saying that we shouldn't have boundaries. We're going to get to that in a minute because I have a lot of boundaries in my business and in my personal life. I really believe that having boundaries with clients, with customers, with your time, with your loved ones, with even with your kids, like these things are really important, even having boundaries with myself. But at the same time, we need to make sure that we are you know, setting boundaries that are in line with our values that don't mean that we're not doing the work that we promised we were going to do or the work that we set out or that it stops us from being able to really honor any of those commitments that we've made, especially to paying clients or customers. Can you change your mind? Absolutely. There is, there are nuances, right? There is, there are times when we're allowed to turn around and say, you know what, guys, I'm really struggling this week. That call I said we were going to do, I'm going to have to push it back. But there's nothing wrong with that. But when it happens every time or when you've paid thousands of dollars to be in a coaching program and that coach doesn't show up, then we have problems, right? We have problems when the coach is ignoring your calls or when the coach starts to um, not offer refunds in places where they really should be. Now, of course, I think that there is a lot of dishonesty in some of these places. And I think these, again, a lot of experiences, whether it's free or paid, we don't want to be using our boundaries as a way to ignore responsibility and not take responsibility for something that we have committed to. At the same time, yes, there are going to be instances and situations where we need to step back or slow down or change things. But I think it comes from being honest and transparent with the people who are invested, whether it's free or paid, and really allowing them to then make a decision. When we start to hold back information or when we stop and 
we ignore people or don't respond, that's when it becomes a real issue. So when it comes to setting boundaries within our businesses, there are so many different ways in which we can set those boundaries. As I said at the beginning, we're going to focus really on professional boundaries, but those boundaries can look like boundaries with clients or customers, boundaries with your team or your time, your inbox, tasks, and all those kinds of things. We've all experienced those times where we probably let our boundaries completely go down and we end up finding that we are really allowing people too much of our time. I know that I've done that with clients and I've done that with my team. I've even done it with my personal life. You know, you have those times where clearly you are in the midst of conversations with people and it just ends up getting out of hand that you realize that you've maybe missed an entire day or you haven't really been doing any work because you spent the entire time on Voxer or in WhatsApp or even in your inbox. And I've had clients who have really pushed those boundaries. I've had clients who have really challenged me and expect everything done and everything dropped immediately. Even friends of mine who still run um, agency-based businesses where you have clients who are expecting you to do their work every single day. Now, that could be their expectation, but we need to manage that expectation. We also need to make sure that we put those boundaries in place. And there's nothing wrong with tightening those boundaries. And as the saying goes, the only people that are going to be upset by you creating boundaries are the people who didn't like, the people who didn't want you to have them in the first place. That is not the saying, but you get my drift. So really, when we create these boundaries, we want to be coming at this from a place of value, really coming at a place from our own values and making sure that we are setting boundaries that are in an alignment with what we're looking to achieve. So for example, in 2021, at the beginning of that year, I had set out to start a mastermind, a community, a mentoring program. And one of the reasons, one of the ways in which I kind of looked at this was by setting tighter boundaries with my clients. So I had a couple of clients that I was still working with. I knew that I wanted to publish my Outlaw journal and I also wanted to create this program. And so I had to tighten some boundaries. And so as we headed into the new year, I reached out to my client and explained to her exactly how we were going to be shifting the way we work. Now, these, this was to give me more time, but I could see how I was allowing things to really just become very, very vague. I was allowing boundaries to drop at certain times. I was far too available and I wanted to change that. So I laid out a plan. I explained how we were going to slowly go through the shift, how I was going to be, um, which days I was going to be working, the kind of turnaround she could expect to hear from me or my team. And this was really the way I started to create better boundaries within my business. Let me be clear, it's really scary. It's really scary telling someone who is paying you money, hey, I'm changing the way I work. Of course, we can position it in a way that's going to benefit them. And at the end of the day, it is going to benefit them because especially when you're having this relationship with a client in a done-for-you service kind of environment, the the boundaries that we create are going to allow us to feel more rested. They're going to allow us to actually switch off and take the time to do the work that we're supposed to be doing, not constantly checking Slack or Voxer or ClickUp or whatever it is. And I know that for myself as a, as a leader, I sometimes forget people are in different time zones and I'll have this thought on a Saturday morning and I'm like, hey, we need to do that. And I'll send the message. And I forget that it's not a working day or that it's a Saturday morning. And so I have communicated with my team. If you ever get a message from me and it's like your morning, your evening or your weekend, please just ignore me until the next working day because I will forget. And I will make sure that I don't respond in 
you know, the early hours of the morning, late in the evening or on weekends. And the reason I won't respond is because I want to set that as an example and say, hey, you know what? I'm not available during this time. If you've ever emailed me or if I've ever emailed you, you know that in my email signature, I actually have a little blurb at the bottom of my signature that says, I only check my inbox once a day and I will respond to you in a timely manner. I do not give you a time frame. I don't tell you how long I'm going to respond because it will differ. It will differ from day to day. If my inbox is empty and you send me an email, I'll respond. But if my inbox is really crazy or I have other stuff going on and an email is not a priority for me, I am going to be spending time working on my creativity, working with my paid clients. Depends on what the email is, right? So I just want to show you that there are different ways that we can set these boundaries and it doesn't have to be really big. It doesn't have to be scary. It might feel uncomfortable, right? Especially if you're like me and you're a people pleaser, it is going to feel uncomfortable telling somebody, hey, I'm putting these boundaries in place and this is when you know, this is how you can contact me. This is when you can expect a response. These things are not always comfortable to do, but they really do help us to understand the ways in which we work. They help us to not necessarily even claw back time, but it does help us to stay focused because if we constantly have alerts and alarms, notifications pinging throughout the day, they disrupt our focus. And this is why it's so great to have these boundaries in place and know that if somebody does send you a Vox message, but it's during a time where you don't respond, okay, you'll respond later in the day. And everyone does this in a different way. I've worked with people who do all their messages first thing in the morning. I've worked with people who do them once a day, maybe once a week. It really depends on your business and the commitments that you have made with your customers and your clients. Now let's talk a little bit about the kind of boundaries that we can set with ourselves. Because I know that this can be a really big one and I have to do this in terms of like my creativity because you guys know, I've talked about this before, I love being creative. If you follow me on Instagram, you see me sharing more and more of this work, you know, between pen palling and journaling and planning and junk books and scrapbooks and just playing around with like sticker designs and all those kinds of things. I love being creative. And I have spent many, many days journaling, (laughs) writing about how this is what I want to do in my business. You know, at the end of the day, I want to get to the point where all I'm doing is being creative in my business. Um, I don't know if it looks like full-time artistry, but it looks like full-time running products, um, product-based business and stickers, sticker sheets that go with my planners and my journals. And that's what I want to be doing. Now, that's not where I'm at right now in my business, right? That's not going to pay my bills. So right now in my business, I am doing freelance work. I have clients. And because of that, I can't spend all my time being creative. And so I've had to create boundaries with my creativity and with myself. Because if I spend too much time if I have the time and the space and I spend a lot of time being creative, I can get really tired, really fatigued. And what happens is I then don't want to do anything else. So I try to set boundaries. I kind of use my creativity as something I do every day in little pieces, but I try to make sure it's almost like, hey, do client work first? Because I know that's when I'm going to be more, more alert, more productive, get that done. And then I can kind of reward myself with those creative projects. And so That's just an example of how I kind of create boundaries with myself because it's really easy for me to be like, no, no, it's fine. I'm just going to be creative. I'm just going to journal. And then like four hours go by and I've not done any work. So I need to make sure that I create those boundaries with myself. And I do that by, you know, it's like a conscious thing now. I've kind of realized I noticed it through journaling, funnily enough. (laughs) 
that this was happening. I couldn't work out why I was feeling so tired. And so after realizing that, I started to put these boundaries in place. And I kind of, I use my copy of Planning by the Moon, of course. Um, I use that to lay out in the week, okay, when am I going to be productive? And if you've ever used a copy of Planning by the Moon, or if you haven't, every day there is a little spread and it's called the have need want list. So it literally asks you, what is it? What is something that you have to do today? What is something you need to do today? And what is something that you want to do today? And then you can fill that in every day. And I recommend most people just write in one thing. And usually my creativity or creative projects are usually in the need and want, right? So usually the have to is going to be client work. That's something I have to do most days. But my needs and wants tend to shift and evolve and ebb and flow. But most days, my creative projects are going to fall into that category. So when it comes to setting boundaries, let's just kind of take a recap. There's nothing wrong with setting boundaries. Boundaries are beautiful. Boundaries are the new consistency. I love boundaries. I think boundaries look good on all of us. But as business owners, as content creators, as community facilitators, it's so important that we use our boundaries for really positive things, that we use our boundaries to help us manage our time and our energy. We can create boundaries and set really great examples as leaders for other people, but really be cautious of using your boundaries to avoid any responsibility. And I don't think anyone listening is even remotely falling into that category, but you've probably experienced this. You've either invested in programs or courses or groups where this happens, or perhaps you've been taught to, like I have, you, I had been taught to use this kind of manipulation. And so, you know, just red flag out <laughs> whenever we see that. And remember that you can create boundaries in these different ways within your business by, you know, recognizing what it is that you want to achieve, how it is that you are maybe being distracted. And I know that for me, I have had those times, as I said earlier, where my weeks just seem to be disappearing. And I, I, what I do is I sit down with my journal. I'm like, what is going on? Where is my time going? And that's why it's really important for me to kind of do that self-inquiry work on a daily basis and be in that self-audit mode because it allows me to recognize what's happened this week. Is this something that always happens or is this something that's just like a fluke? You know, maybe I just had a week where I clearly needed to chat with friends, but that also meant that I didn't get as much done. Is that something that I can kind of manage so that I have time to chat with friends? Because, you know, I'm a talker. And so sometimes those conversations can be like seven, 10, 15 minutes back and forth. Well, that's like half an hour. So that's beautiful and it's wonderful, but you need to think about it and create those boundaries around your time. And it's okay to say, you know, it's okay to not respond straight away. That's the first thing, especially when it's like a personal relationship. Um... And I think that that's really important to have those kinds of relationships where even if I don't think it's okay for somebody to get annoyed with you for not responding immediately, right? For not responding to a message straight away. I think that I know that people have different opinions on this. For me personally, I am somebody who has had to work really hard to allow messages to be left unread and allow messages to go for a few days before being replied to. Um, And I think, again, we all have different expectations of that, but personally, that's something I've had to work really hard on. Um, And I have to also then remember to respond. So it goes both ways. But I hope this episode has been really helpful. I know it's a shorter episode than we've been doing. In next week's episode, we are going to be talking about hustle culture. Specifically, I've got a few like 
I'm going to use them. I'm using air quotes, but I'm going to call them girl boss quotes. Um, I literally went on Pinterest, which I do frequently when I'm like, what do I want to talk about on the podcast? And I'll go on Pinterest and I'll just search things. And I'm like, that pisses me off. We need to talk about that. So next week on this Mindset Myths episode, we're going to be talking about this hustle culture, these kind of girl boss quotes, um, and really focusing on our time specifically, our energy, and some of these quotes that we see flowing around, and they really are used in the kind of the girl boss circles, um, how these are actually detrimental. And I think a lot of us see them when we first enter into the online space and we're like, yes, I agree. And I, I totally understand why we, you know, especially if you come from a corporate world like I did, where you did not enjoy working 37, 40, how many hours a week. And the idea of working for yourself is is amazing, which is, by the way, <laughs> there are so many positives for working for yourself, which you already know. But also realizing and recognizing that very quickly... <laughs> we start to notice that there are also things that are not great about working for yourself. And there are things that are really scary and things that are really uncomfortable. And I think so much of this kind of glosses over that. And this is why we're all here, to have these very transparent conversations. So next week, we're going to be talking about that mindset mess. I'd rather be broke. I'd rather be tired than broke. That is what we're going to be chatting about. So I have a few of these really disgustingly icky hustle culture quotes that I'll be sharing next week. But in the meantime, um, if you have any other mindset myths or business cliches or any topics that you would love me to chat, love for me to chat about here on the show, if you have a guest that you would love for me to interview, or if you would like to be considered as a guest here on Entrepreneur Outlaws, please just reach out. We have a guest booking form and there is a way to complete this form over on the Entrepreneurial Outlaws Instagram. If you head to Instagram and go to entrepreneurial underscore outlaws in the link in the bio, you can fill in the form and we will be taking guests over the next few months. We usually try to do one guest episode a month. So if you have a suggestion or would like to be a guest, please go ahead and fill that form in. And if you have any ideas of topics, episodes that you would like me to cover, please either just send me a message on Instagram or send me an email. Um, and we will do our best. If I can't, if I can't cover the topic, cause it's not something that I know enough about, I will endeavor to find a guest who can, or maybe you're the guest that we need to bring on the show. Anyway, so I hope that you have enjoyed today's episode. I hope you have a great rest of your week. I hope you're enjoying March so far and I will speak to you next time outlaws thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of entrepreneurial outlaws if you see yourself as an entrepreneurial outlaw and enjoyed this episode would you do me a small favor it would mean the absolute world to me if you could take a moment to subscribe to the show and leave a rating and review By leaving a review, you are helping me to grow our Outlaw community and together we can show other entrepreneurs that breaking the rules can actually be good for business. Don't forget, you can find the show notes for today's episode along with any of the links that I mentioned on my website at melanienights.com forward slash podcast. And if we're not already virtual besties, you can come and hang out with me on Instagram. I am the one with the country music playing, the lukewarm coffee in my hand, and I'm dishing the dough on how we can make entrepreneurship more inclusive and transparent. Plus, I'll probably send you some fun gifts. So until next time, outlaws.